In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. About three years ago, in 2016, Pope Francis tried to get the story straight about Mary Magdalene. It was one of his predecessors, after all, Pope Gregory in the 6th century, who basically created and perpetuated the unfounded myth that Mary Magdalene had been a prostitute who had been healed from her former way of life. But Pope Francis, reading the Bible perhaps more closely than his predecessor, reclaimed an earlier observation that others had made that Mary was in fact the very first witness to the resurrection. Luke's Gospel says that Mary and the other women found the empty tomb. They heard about the resurrection from the two angels, and then they told this to the apostles who didn't believe them. John's Gospel, which we hear tomorrow morning, fills in some of the, more, the other details, that Mary found the stone had been removed, and then she ran and got Peter, and together they saw the empty tomb. But in both Gospels, Peter goes home. <laughs> While Mary stays, she remains and she stays outside the tomb weeping. It's then in John's gospel that Jesus appears to Mary and specifically says to her, Go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and to your God. Pope Francis used an old term the church has used for centuries to proclaim Mary Magdalene Apostolorum Apostola, the Apostle of the Apostles. Mary tells the others what she has seen. She bears witness. In the language of some Christians, Mary testifies. She testifies to God's love and God's love in her life to God's forgiveness, to God's power to resurrect Jesus and change everything. Through that resurrection, we have hope, we have faith, we have way to eternal life. But all of this would have been left in the tomb had Mary not spoken, had Mary not spoken up. And she bore the cost of speaking up and speaking out, We don't know the specifics of how the other male disciples regarded her then, uh, but if history is any indication, we can guess that they ignored her. Or perhaps more to the point, they stole her voice and made it their own and pushed her to the side. There's a wonderful new movie out, Mary Magdalene, in which it sort of shows her being very much uh, one of the first apostles, and she just keeps right on spreading the message. It's a great movie. Go see it if you can. The saints and the martyrs all bore witness. They told their truth. Some were persecuted. Some were put to death for their faith. And this continues. This continues according to the Open Doors organization, an organization that keeps track of such things. Every month, every month around the world, an average of 345 Christians are killed for faith-related reasons. 105 churches and Christian buildings are burned or attacked. 
And some 219 or so Christians are detained without trial, arrested, sentenced, and imprisoned. These are just Christians. This is not to mention people of other faiths who are persecuted or imprisoned because of their beliefs. And while we enjoy enormous religious freedom where we live, if we're honest, if we're open, we face risks as well when we speak of our faith on the subway, in the workplace, or in social settings. We, we risk that people think we're fanatics, <laughs> that people think we're old-fashioned, that people think maybe we, we, haven't, uh, we haven't learned that there are new sciences. <laughs> People think we're simple-minded or unsophisticated. And yet we witness. There are those who lament the lack of children and young people in churches, the demise of Sunday schools and robust church, robust church programs. But you know what? The truth is that old saying that Christian faith is caught more than it is taught. And so unless children experience and see faith in their parents, they're not going to be in church. (laughs) Unless children experience something of faith in their home, uh, there's no use for us to offer formation. There's nothing for them to come to be formed within. And so faith has to be shared wherever we are. St. Francis is often credited with saying something along the lines of preach the, the gospel always and when necessary use words. As Episcopalians, we love to hang on to that and we say, oh, but I don't need to use words. Well, perhaps not, but sometimes we do. And if we're not using words, our lives better be speaking pretty loudly. We need to live out our faith. We need to witness. We need to testify. Our faith is as dormant as in the tomb. May the faith and the ferocity of Mary Magdalene inspire us. Uh, May she inspire us when we're anxious. May she shame us when we're lazy. And may she motivate us to join her and other witnesses to change the world for love's sake. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.